dear listener, and welcome to the Gestalten Podcast. And as you probably hear this now, we are back from our summer break. We had a lovely time, did a little bit of holiday, but it's good to be back. My name is Martin, and in this episode of the Gestalten Podcast, I am welcoming Jelle Travis, who is working for Hyundai here in Germany as a brand design manager, and he's working a lot on areas such as brand design in general, how it communicates with the design department. But of course, based on strategy, marketing is very heavily involved. So he can give us a very, very interesting kind of insight on how all these things come together to, in the end, understand what a brand is all about. And we didn't just talk a little bit about cars, we talked about some few other things as well. But I hope you enjoy this episode of the Gestalten Podcast. And once again, uh, we're happy to be back after the summer break. And let's go. Jelle, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time and uh, a warm welcome from Munich to, I think you are in the Frankfurt area, if I'm not mistaken at the moment. Yes, Martin. Thanks for having me. I'm definitely in the Frankfurt area at the moment and a uh, pleasure to be at, on the Gestalten podcast. Yeah, thanks for taking the time. And uh, we we want to talk about a topic which I think is, uh, in, in terms of transportation design as a whole, quite underrated, which was the, the idea of, of brand design. And, uh, and branding. And obviously you're working with uh, Hyundai at the moment in their Rüsselsheim studio and in the area of branding. But we're not going to talk too much about Hyundai in particular at the moment. What we want to talk about a little bit more is about the general idea of branding and of course, how it shapes certain kind of decisions that come after. And uh, yeah, and just to kind of see how important it is in the entire context. So if you because you have a very interesting kind of background uh, and I want to go into a bit more detail on this one. So if you can give our our listeners a very small uh, excerpt out of, you know, where you're coming from and how you ended up uh, with a company such as Hyundai. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm uh, born in the Netherlands and um, as many of uh, car designers, I always as well wanted to be a car designer when I was young and, um, uh, I started looking for uh, for educations where I could uh, could learn how to draw better and how how to design better, and um, I ended up uh, doing a bachelor in industrial design, and actually simultaneously also did a uh, bachelor in mechanical engineering. And um, after that, got my got my first job at a uh, transportation design agency, and uh, did a variety of jobs uh, as a design engineer, but also as a designer. Uh, some very interesting topics uh, there, um, all sorts of different types of mobility, uh, trucks, buses, um, automated ve vehicles um, already in 2007. So that was quite an exciting time. And then after um, I was going more towards the engineering side, so I wanted to push back again for for a little bit more design experience and uh, went for uh, another industrial design education in, in Delft. And uh, found a group of likely-minded people there, uh, really pushing each other forward uh, to to go with and and chase our dreams of car designers. And uh, uh, after a short stint of um, being a freelancer and doing some jobs in um, uh, yacht design, aviation design, I uh, ended up at uh, at Hyundai. So now I'm there for five years as a design strategist. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting because I think you know this kind of 
let's say career something that we will see a little bit more often in uh, in the future but as mentioned we don't necessarily want to talk too much about uh, uh Hyundai in 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 this podcast but we really want to talk about as you know your general idea of the job which is uh, a design strategist and a brand strategist but um before we get too much into detail about this job it's just like how how would you define a brand strategist what what does this job entail yeah i think that's uh, of course um, as a as a design strategist you have a very broad definition and um, i think what 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 i always find key is that uh, a design strategist is looking from um, the brand relevance uh, towards the eventual uh, manifestations that come out uh, that it's uh, it's it's maintaining a coherent um, brand message um, so in line with with all the uh, all the products and uh, services that are uh, coming out of the brand i think that's uh, that sums it up in a little bit yeah so obviously we're not just talking about the products itself so we're not just talking about the cars but you mentioned already you know services and everything that's now connected with it i mean is is this what makes this a very difficult job at the moment is connecting all these different dots and you know bringing these new ideas in and obviously connecting departments with that as well is that is that part of your let's say your struggle day to day <laughs> to connect all these things well i think uh for most 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 part of, of, of my daily job is still very much focused on on, on the product side. I think um, uh, as, as with all um, automotive companies, uh, the product is something that is very essential, uh, especially in this phase. So this is still something that, that you uh, you start off with as thinking uh, what should this um, next model in the, in the generation, what, what should it be like? But uh, I always uh, start thinking from a brand perspective in that regard to, to think about, okay, what is the role of this uh, car in the, in the vehicle lineup? Uh, what should it be uh, in, its, uh, in its segment? And uh, how should then the, the values of the company convey in, uh, in, in, that, in that model? And how is that interaction with the marketing people, with the design people? Because, of course, there's all these different kind of interests uh, of the people. There's, you know, stakeholders are, that are very different. How is that interaction with all these different people? Yeah, of course, uh, as, a, as a design strategist, um, I'm, I'm positioned within, within design, but of course I'm very much uh, in contact with um, a marketing product department and, uh, and engineers. Um, and I think that's, uh, that's, a, that's a key factor where I'm, where I'm sitting within design, also advocating for, what we think from a design vision is is the right thing to do, and um, I mean uh, from a from a product perspective, uh, this is still uh, this is something that that is that is already uh, happening at the moment. So I think um, it can only uh, go better from there, and uh, I think that's a that's a very interesting um, field that is happening at the moment where you start to uh, blend in the roles that, that are coming a bit more fuzzier maybe and uh, and that you really need to collaborate with the other departments to come up with the best solutions i mean how do you deal with that you know if we if we take this all a little bit further and we talk about you know um how branding design strategy and all these kind of things come in together in terms of mobility versus a manufacturing background but 
how how is it kind of combining you know departments that come more from the digital side so we're talking about ui ux with the more traditional side coming more from the haptical side the physical side with then obviously the marketing side as well i mean you you must experience surely some i wouldn't say troubles but challenges on the way on you know trying to find a good compromise between everybody because it seems from what you say you're a little bit in the middle of everybody yeah yeah of course and and i think uh, traditionally uh, branding was more happening uh, as an afterthought and i think that's something that is really really changing now that uh, that w- what you get as well uh, as as major trends within within branding is that everybody starts to uh, also in personal branding starts to think of what what is it that they specifically uh, are looking for uh, what is it that they are looking for in a brand and um, this of course you also need to uh, need to take into account when you're uh, when you're developing your products that uh, that these things are happening that um, also from a holistic perspective of the brand uh, you need to you need to uh, have all touch points aligned essentially to to convey your message as a brand, and uh, I think uh, when all uh, when all mindsets uh, of the brand are aligned uh, within all departments, then uh, it's actually a relatively easy job to do because when you have internalized the brand. Everybody starts to already work from the brand perspective, and I think that's uh, something that is uh, that is very essential. Do you think that's something that we can, or like, let's say that the, the the transportation design industry as a whole can specifically learn from maybe the areas of industrial design and product design, so some of the things that you originally come from, uh, in particular in terms of branding, because it seems to me that. Uh, exactly what you've just mentioned from my outsider's perspective, moving into branding right now uh, is, is is still something that comes after the product. But when we talk about, you know, mobility services, it's becoming a much more important fact. So do you, do you think that looking back or looking into other industries such as the product design industries, you know, let's call it out someone like Apple, for example, is, is a good example of what brand first product next is all about or would you would you say there is a a, a difficult or like a more you know a, a, a more yeah a more difficult question to answer here because it's the car industry and because of the complexity that's behind well yeah i think anyway the 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 world is getting more intertwined but for sure we can learn learn things from other industries i think this is the case for for almost every industry everybody can learn something from each other and i think um since my career has not been too linear maybe in that sense that i that i've also tasted some of the other um industries um i sort of know what's what's happening in the other industries and i think yes uh, automotive industry can learn uh, a lot there not just from industrial design or product design but i think also in the fields of uh, service design and ux design there's so many things that are uh, that are happening in terms of how to design and how the process of design is in those uh, companies that uh, for sure the automotive industry um, has been always uh, doing its processes in a particular way and um, kept doing that because you know it uh, it was it was good business um, and with so many things changing now uh, I think uh, they also need to open up and and um and see what they can learn from from the other industries for sure and 
which industry do you think is most likely to be the the guiding factor for the car industry? Is it is it the telecommunications area? Is it more about uh, the service area? Where do you think? Well, which kind of industry do you think has the biggest impact on transportation in the next few years when it comes to branding and experience? Yeah, well, I, th I think when it, when it comes to uh, new uh, business models, uh, uh, when it comes to shared uh, ride sharing. Um, uh, car sharing and these kind of new services, then for sure service design is something that you need to look into. Um, and um, also then connected to that, uh, the, whole, uh, the whole UX uh, of, the, of the service. Um, and um, of course, digitalization is, is, is a mega trend. So this is, this is, there's no denial that you can, uh, that, it, that you also need to look at the IT and the software uh, gaming and uh, these kind of uh, industries. I had um, I had an interesting conversation with uh, Christian Eckert, who is uh, his official job title is uh, Chief Experience Officer <laughs> for a company called Icon Mobile, and we were discussing a lot about experience and you know how it is intertwined nowadays. Do you think, from your perspective and the way you're looking into everything now, because obviously you're not just looking into Hyundai, you're looking into other companies right now, do you think? the transportation design industry is ready to be brand-led, call it experience-led as well, or are we still quite far away from this idea of saying the idea of branding and experience will define the product is, uh, is, is, is the way forward for us? I think that this is something that anyway um, is, is needing to happen. It's bound to happen, especially when it comes to Uh, more premium brands or so more emotional brands uh, when it comes to touching the irrational I think then especially the the, the brand is, is is becoming more value valuable but I think also for more mainstream brands uh, uh, brand can be an added value so that can be something that that people will identify themselves with and uh, will buy into so I think the um, Branding, brand, and and brand-driven design is simply is such a is such an essential part of of development because it gives you it gives you on the one hand it gives you the competitive competitive advantage when you really start to develop your ideas from the brand. It's it's when these ideas are coming out, it's very hard to copy just an, uh, just one feature you can copy one feature but um, if you um, if you combine those features with other uh, other features and other um, elements of, of the brand and services uh, then it becomes such a holistic message that um, as a as a copycat you need to copy the whole brand and the the deeper you go into it the the harder it becomes to actually copy what you what you want to have so starting from the brand is giving you a, a very big competitive advantage plus i think what what most people don't realize is that um it it it's a it's a motivator it's a motivator internally uh, it gives the people directions it, it gives them Uh, ideas. It gives them fresh ideas to, to think a bit deeper about uh, what uh, what can we do specifically for this brand, which is uh, uh, which is unique and which is new. And then, of course, uh, the swivel seat will also be something that will come up with a with a brainstorm. 
but I think you can go a lot deeper than with your uh, with your ideas, and I think that's uh, that is that is that is very essential. Um, yeah. It's interesting that you say this. I mean, all these these new bits coming into this brand and into the brand experience as a whole. Do you think that this also means almost like automatically with all these new things coming in, new definitions and like, you know, new, new areas that are defining a brand that the physical product and that is now regardless of if it's a car or a phone or anything like that is becoming devalued that the, the service that goes along with not necessarily devaluing it in a bad way, but let's say the 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 haptic design, the physical design of the product is not as important anymore because the the other aspects take over so much more. Um, I, I don't think that it's that it's devaluating in 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 that sense. I think um, if you look at if you look at the past, of course, the the aesthetics and the and the object itself was the key uh, brand differentiator. Uh, but like you said, there's so many other uh, parts now that are that are being uh, well branded and developed from the brand, like the the stores or the 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 overall service. Um, and I think that's those are things that come on top of um, what you normally already had with the with the product. So those are added values to 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 that project product. But I think still. The product is essentially the key thing and, and your key brand messenger, um, not just uh, after the sale, but also continuing into the, the user journey um, when, it's, when it gets discarded. So uh, I think um, your, your product is still your, your key data source in that regard. And if we take the idea a little bit further, because we have all these different kind of stakeholders just within design, because if we build an experience as a whole, um, and let's say we need somebody to lead that, yeah, so we need somebody to define what is this experience. Do you think this should be somebody who comes from an experience background? Should this be somebody from a branding background? Should this be somebody coming from a physical background? Or how would you, out of your own experience from all these different kind of areas, define the probably ideal working scenario for all these different kind of design stakeholders to come in to not just build the best the best possible product but also the best overall experience and also of course the best overall brand yeah i, I think it's it's not so necessary that, that there's this person comes specifically from a, a specific field i think what matters most is that this is uh, uh, an open-minded person that is uh, aware of what's happening in in other industries and uh, is aware what's what's needed for the brand um and on all, all touch points so uh, capable of thinking from a uh, brand user experience and how that would translate into the portfolio of uh, of products and and services i think that's the that's the key aspects uh, of course to to, to look into that I think uh, yeah especially the the openness uh, of, the, of the person sitting at this position is very uh, very important and of course it's creativity as well thinking a little bit further ahead and because we have a lot of students of course listening to the podcast as well now you're obviously not an interior designer but how would you describe from your own experience and from your own kind of background now how what we are just discussing right now changes the role of 
the designers that are, let's say, more working on the physical world, so uh, interior designer, color and trim designers, uh, also exterior designers, of course. I mean, there needs to be a much more or like a, a bigger understanding of what happens around you. It's almost impossible to, um, yeah, just to, to, to kind of, you know, build on, you know, what you've done in the past and just build on surfaces. Uh, and, you know, if we look back into the, the Hyundai prophecy where you have the joysticks and stuff in there, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff that comes to mind with the, where the designer has to think outside the box, has to think maybe about the gaming industry, about, you know, the, the phone industry and all these kind of things. Do you think that that is happening already? Do you think there is still a bit missing that a lot of people are not necessarily looking outside enough to really bring these technologies also to life? Or is there maybe another connection or like another setup where they're being fed with these new ideas and then they're, then they're working on them? Well, I think uh, anyway, uh, what's important for, for designers is that they get their inspiration. And uh, it's, it's important that, that uh, design leaders also see that, that you need this inspiration also coming from other industries and that you don't only get it from, from browsing online, but you also need to probably experience those uh, things yourself. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, having exchanges between uh, different uh, industries is uh, is is pretty essential to to understand to also inspire the designers, um, but also maybe from uh, fr from from the company perspective to see where are potential uh, new businesses. So I think that is something to look into. Yeah, from your from your own perspective, branding design strategy, where are these new ideas coming from? Should they come from? you know, a specific department? Should they come from working groups? Or how would you organize something like this to build on these new ideas? And especially, of course, you mentioned the services, new business models, new business service that would then have another impact on the physical side as well. Yeah, well, I think, of course, all these new, um, I think that there, there's anyway, uh, in other industries, there is a very big trend, of course, that... Um, design is, is, is moving beyond the, the styling center, so to say. So it's, it's moving into, into, other, into other departments as well, not, not per se as, as the, the, the uh, controlling uh, function, but more bringing creativity and facilitating creativity in, in, in other uh, departments. And I think that is something that uh, I have not seen so much within uh, within automotive uh, within automotive design, but I think um, this is something that is that is also uh, essential and uh, uh, to to allow people to to be creative uh, when it comes to to business models, business model design, service design, and and these kind of things. That that uh, that there is a general atmosphere of creativity in a company and innovation in a company. Is, is, is this, let's say, be, that this hasn't been really picked up upon? Is that, and we're talking general now, yeah? We're not talking about uh, Hyundai in that kind of regards. We're talking really about general. But do you think this has to do with the leadership, that maybe the leadership is too far away from what's happening right now, that there is just a generational gap? Or do you think there's another reason to that? Because it, there's a lot of people you know, talking about, okay, so how do we get these new technologies and these new ideas in? And I sometimes have a feeling it's it's more about a generational gap of understanding what's happening around you rather than, than anything else. And I mean, this is something you cannot really change, but those people need to get some help as well to, to learn what's happening around them. 
Yeah, but I think it's also because uh, I think actually the, the 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 people in these positions they are quite um, open usually to uh, to looking into what's in in different industries. But I think uh, when I look into into um, car design, it's usually these are people that are that they had they had to dream just like I had to 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 work in in car design, and they went straight for for that goal. And sometimes they have a very linear uh, linear career path in in most cases that uh, they maybe uh, didn't look so much into the other industries and that's why it's so essential that you also allow uh, your designers to to get a flavor of, of the other industries to keep them to keep them open-minded and to keep them to keep them learning actually uh, so I think that's uh, was that an answer yeah that's that's that's, that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty good and uh, how what would you do if I would put you now you know, in a position where, let's say, you're an exterior manager, what would you change very briefly and very quickly uh, to get to get you guys out there? Uh, well, uh, what I would what I would change. I mean, I, I don't have anything, so I don't I, I don't need to change anything. But uh, no, I think uh, what's uh, if you if you look into into some very innovative uh, companies, um, there there is of course there's always. Uh, this aspect of core core business that you need to take into account. This is this is for sure is is taking the most uh, the most of your time. Uh, but you need to be aware that this is something that is that is uh, uh, that is also um, consuming you in a way. You are uh, I think uh, there are some uh, some some leaders call this uh, you are you are you are feeding the beast because you are. Um, you are pushing, pushing, pushing for the projects to to be done, uh, but in the meanwhile, uh, you don't take the time for the more durable, uh, durable aspects. And I think some uh, some companies like Google, uh, they have um, they allow you, or um, so they say, to um, to also think about some emerging or new ideas. And I think this is something that that you also should have in a in a company. Or always you have to have a side project where you can um, can 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 be inspired and and you can go to to just completely close off from from the core business for a second and think about your own stuff and be free. Which is probably what let's say the concept cars and show cars of the of the of the transportation design world still is um, to a certain degree. Um, which leads, leads me to a question in terms of branding and uh, you know design strategy overall. Do you think with the current kind of decisions, of course, of Geneva Motor Show obviously being cancelled, there's a very strong indication that it won't happen in 2021, uh, and all major other shows are you know in a very similar past, uh, path. Frankfurt has moved to Munich and all these things. Do you think that? Because of this digitalization that's happening at the moment, the brand will change. Will we see less of a futuristic outlook and let's say see more of companies like Apple that will own and Chinese companies, of course, as well, that will show production ready products um, that will come out in three, six months. In the case of Tesla, a little bit longer, of course. But is, is, is this also a kind of effect on, on, on the brand and on the experience that uh, with this digitalization and everything can be done online, that we we don't need to have this kind of personal touch with the product anymore. It seems to me a bit like that. 
Oh well, well, yeah. It, like you said, it, it seems to be a little, a little bit like that because I think uh, a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, the shows uh, um, are showing this tendency that they that they don't get as many visitors anymore as they as they used to, which is of course a shame. Uh, but um, does that mean then that you uh, are not making any concept cars anymore. I think then then you're uh, you're passing the the purpose of your concept cars obviously to show a vision, and I think this is always still necessary. I think this is still a, still a very a very useful tool to to show a vision uh, one way or another. And I think uh, uh, of course the physical is still something that's of course it's also like a prototype where you can show. Uh, what your vision is and how it works and with actual people inside so i think there's there's obviously still a very tangible uh, uh value to uh, to a concept car which uh, which is essential so if we take that idea a little bit further of course i mean like you know we we will need and then I, and i think there's also some fun for everybody involved in these kind of concept cars but um from your branding perspective do you think it's actually more efficient to have these developments and maybe present them in things such as Gran Turismo or like, you know, in a fully virtual kind of environment rather than going to a show? Do you think uh, that's, uh, you know, to strengthen the brand and to have this, you know, full exposure to a very specific amount of group is actually more fun and let's say better for the brand than sharing the spotlight at, uh, at Geneva, for example? Well, yeah, well, uh, of course, that. That depends on who your target customer is, because I think that's that's the, the 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 thing that you need to start obviously with is where are your target customers and and why, uh, uh, where are they positioned? Um, but I think if you look at, at the way that marketing is 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 developing, is that traditionally uh, you could just uh, um, tell the story through uh, through a TV commercial, and I think what you're what you're looking at now is that uh, there's so many different platforms of social media where you need to attend to. Uh, the Twitter, the the Facebook, the Instagram, uh, all the other likes. So I think, uh, and even also on on the gaming platforms, indeed. So I think these are definitely something uh, that you, that you need to look into, into thinking what what can we add uh, from our brand perspective? Because I think also a lot of the the, the younger uh, generation is on is on these platforms. So I think that's definitely something to look into. Yeah, that's that's very interesting and. Do you think also that these new platforms, I mean, we look into Fortnite, for example, which, you know, they have concerts in Fortnite nowadays. They had, uh, you know, video streaming in Fortnite. Um, I'm pretty sure that at some point in the future, we will see a car presentation or a car unveil in Fortnite as well. But as 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 a um, from a branding perspective, do you think these kind of new technologies, and obviously again for the customer group, do have a an impact on how you then design the product, how you design the experience? Because it's something fundamental if you pretty much not just create your own virtual world, but you go into another virtual world and then show the product that you have. I mean that's then extremely specialized but it might also then mean that your product needs to be much more specialized to the audience that you would like to have yeah yes it's like you said of course you 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 need to adapt your uh your concept whatever this concept is to uh to the platform that you're showing it on and i think you need to maximize somehow the the experience that you can get from this um uh from this uh, platform and uh you also need to still take into account that 
there, there is still a user sitting behind uh, its, its computer somehow, you know? So maybe there is some uh, something you can do physical still. I don't know. Um, this is this is all. De- it all depends on on what you want to have as a as a concept and how you can maximize that. And I think also that is uh, when you need to look into um, what can we do with with multiple senses. You know, it's it's uh, it, traditionally uh, car design has always been about the the sight, the the aesthetics. And I think uh, we have not um, touched too much about about looking into uh, designing other uh, other aspects of it like like other industries maybe have like the the, the smell and the taste and the touch and uh, and the, the hearing so i think that's um that's something for sure that you then they also need to take into account how are you going to add value for your concept in these type of um, of, of platforms i mean this this would we have a little bit of the senses, of course, in let's say color material design, where you know the, you, you choose the material depending on what kind of surface you want to be uh, on, what kind of image you want to represent, yeah, what kind of let's say reusable materials you would like to use. So I think we have that, but I mean, taking this idea of branding a little bit further, you know, I know that there's people that work on sound design for cars like you know uh, obviously there's the iconic uh, door sound when when you close a Porsche there's a kind of you know boop, sound like you know it's, it's a very nice you know, I can't really you know do it myself but it's a very nice sound it's very recognizable as well now there's this the, some some have smell designers or like you know the uh, designers for uh, for for the smell of a new car and all these kind of things this is obviously about the experience, but this is exactly in between of an experience as well as on a on a on a physical product. This would also mean, and then I would like to hear your opinion about this, that the departments would come closer, like we've never seen before. So there is no UX, there is no brand strategy, and then there's no physical design. Everything has to happen in one thing to then really make it succeed, so that you can really create this entire image of what the brand and the experience is all about, including the, or you know, touching all the senses. Well, yeah. Well, what, what, what I what I what I see is that there's a, there there should be, of course, there's a brand UX and that that represents uh, the the values of uh, of the of the company, um, and you want to convey those into into a concept. Uh, but it's then up to up to the sound designers, up to the taste designers, up to the the aestheticists to to translate that into into the values of the of the company. Um, and I think that's that's still something where where I think we can uh, I think there's still some some very interesting opportunities there when it comes to maximizing uh, the multiple senses into a, into an overall UX and not just having the the sounds that result from the physical object. Do you think we will see companies that are currently manufacturers that are let's say product led? that will only become mobility providers, service providers, and will be fully brand-led and, let's say, build the car somewhere else? Do you think that's a reality that we will see in the future? Um, well, this, yeah, this is so far so far still in the future. So uh, this, is, uh, this is guessing. I know nobody really knows this, right? So I think this is, uh, this is something that is, yeah, this is probable that that could happen. But I think uh, as long as uh, they manage to somehow 
seek their 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 value as a company and and seek the the, the profit that they that they seek for then uh, is that really a problem is this the question you know which which company and I know this is a difficult question <laughs> so I apologize up front for this which company that's currently not in the transportation space has the biggest potential to move in the transportation phase from its branding we're not talking about manufacturing because you know you you could technically do that with somebody else but who do you think has the biggest potential to move into this into this space and 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 become a disruptor from a branding perspective Hmm. yeah um well for sure spacex that would be awesome of course but um i think um when it comes to to brands like um Apple, where you really are, where, where you really have this, still this sense that that you you could essentially buy everything from them because you know you will get a, a good user interface. Um, but I think potentially from a from a vision, um, Amazon could also be. Maybe that's not the, not not the, not the strongest brand identity somehow, but they have they have a a solid understanding of what they want to achieve as a company. Um, and everybody's chasing that, so I think also that is a company that 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 could really go into this mobility area. What about what about luxury brands? Do you, do you, do you think you know? Let's call it Louis Vuitton. Let's you know, uh, I don't know, Hermes or something like that. Do you think they they would have a case? I mean, you know, their branding and their their quality approach is uh, is of course on a very very high level. Do you do you think? They could actually move in the transportation phase, or would we would we see more like a collaboration as we have seen with the MS editions for Bugattis and stuff like that? Yeah. So, um, what, would you see more that kind of direction, or do you do you believe that these kind of high end luxury brands could have a case to really move into transportation? Well, um, I think then you're looking from. From now, when you have like these uh, these special editions, into towards the future when you have fully autonomous uh, uh, pods driving around, and I think when you when you're talking about these pods, then virtually everything is possible, and the ones that are having the strongest brand for sure, they they can achieve something. But I think in this uh, area of full full autonomy, um, it it's such a complex system that you need to collaborate with other brands to create business models. I think that's any way where, where you see also other industries moving towards is these collaboration and network, uh, network systems between different brands uh, that, that, that one plus one is, is, is three in, in, in a sense. And I think that is something that, that the automotive industry and, and uh, luxury brands in particular, yeah, they they could look into. I mean, like I said, we see that with you know Bugatti in particular, like you know Rolls Royce does that um, a little bit as well. But we've we've now seen you know some other brands collaborating with each other. Like the best example recently was Nvidia and uh, and Daimler for some technology and stuff like that. But um, when when do you think it's going to be like you know companies you mentioned Amazon already, but something like Netflix? For example, going into the car, uh, especially when we go toward this autonomous future, Apple would be part of this as well. I mean, it seems like they're building this ecosystem to go into a car without a car is uh, is is definitely up for grabs. Would, do do you see 
this can this can happen very soon so that the car manufacturers will actually say well maybe maybe we don't need to put our own content in there we can just partner up with somebody who can do it better than we do yeah i mean i think uh, what what you see already happening with uh, with connecting your phone with uh, apple uh, apple carplay and and um, android auto is that that there are of course you 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 have the the screens in the, in your car but the content on it is is essentially free to to everybody especially on the on, on the back seats right so um, why not uh, have netflix there as a as a partner or that you at least can 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 also access your netflix uh, I, i wouldn't be surprised if that if that's already happening actually last but not least <laughs> at least from from my perspective uh, before we get to the uh, infamous three questions towards the end um, when will we see pods autonomously driving around how long do you think that's going to take and uh, who's going to be the first brand to push for that um, i think pods uh, th this is a funny question because you know uh, i've been working on these autonomous uh, pods already for a while so Uh, uh, and I think sometimes automotive industries thinks they're reinventing the, the wheel completely. Uh, but I think, you know, uh, these pods have been driving around already. Um, so I can say 2000, I think. Uh, they're driving around on, on Heathrow. They're, uh, in, in the Netherlands, there's a couple of these pods driving around. Uh, there's uh, a city in, uh, in Abu Dhabi, Master City, I think. Uh, that's where also already some pods are driving around. But when you're talking... Of course, these are all level. They're, they're level. They they look like level five, but they are level four because uh, the environment is adapted to that. So uh, that they're not free roaming, so to say. So if you're really talking free roaming uh, level five autonomy, um, yeah, you would need to ask an expert on that because I'm I'm definitely not an expert in when this technology will be ready. So, but I think it anyway. It it requires. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of thinking before you can actually put it on the road uh, so yeah that's an interesting question cool all right then uh, first of all thank you very much for the time uh, i really do appreciate it. you gave us some really lovely insights as well and uh, and showed you know how how everything is connected even though sometimes we think it's maybe not connected but yeah let's let's go to the three questions towards the end question number one for you which project you have not been part of you would have absolutely loved to be part of um, for, you know, co your career? Yeah. Um, um, I was I, I was thinking about that question. You know, I, I, of course, I've been listening to your podcast. Um, and I hear a lot of people talking about projects that are in their lifetime. But I think it's also allowed to name a project outside my lifetime, of right? Course. If I didn't work in it anyway. So let me open the box a little bit then. Uh, I would love to do just one project with uh, Leonardo da Vinci if that's possible. And otherwise, if that's not possible, then uh, I would love to do the um, um, the Wright brothers, you know, making the first airplane. That must have been very exciting. Uh, but uh, if it's about something that maybe in my lifetime, um, I recently read the, the Creativity Incorporated book from, uh, from Pixar. And uh, I would also love to have done this uh, first Toy Story movie that, that must have been very exciting. Great, great. Yeah, these, are, these are all very new, though. So thank you. Thank you for those, especially Da Vinci <laughs> and, uh, and uh, the Wright brothers, of course, pretty cool. Um, 
Second question, which designer that you have or have not worked with, can be somebody, you know, uh, also from the past, has had the biggest influence on you and your career? Yeah. Um, the one that I think I have worked with, um, I, I was a bit, uh, you know, you always come to, to, to a point in your career where you think, uh, am I still going for this? Am I, am I good enough? You know, you always start doubting yourself. Somehow this is very human to do. But um, I, uh, I think I was uh, working still in the Netherlands then. And uh, there, was a, there was a chief designer there at the company that I worked for. Uh, Hans Bermer was his name. name. And I, uh, I really learned a lot from him. And he really pushed me to, to really go for it. And uh, that really helped me to, um, to go over the edge and just full throttle go on it. So that really helped me out. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And now... The last question, million dollar question. <laughs> oh, not quite because you get a blank check. So if I would give you a blank check, which car would you buy? Yeah, that would be for me, uh, Ferrari F40. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, a lot of people m might not look at me as a, as a, as a typical car guy because I'm, I'm, I'm very into mobility in general, but uh, still uh, a Ferrari F40 was, was my child's dream. And, and uh, this, It's just such a, a, a raw car with with designed for for purpose, and uh, it just tells a lovely a lovely story by just by looking at it. So I think that's a, that's a very in traditional car. Ferrari red, or would you go for one of the other colors? Uh, I have a skill model in yellow, but I think I would still go for red. Yes, yeah. Cool, lovely. So yellow, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, it's been a lovely recording with you. And uh, yeah, so to all of our listeners, once again, thanks for listening uh, to us here on the Gestalten Podcast. My name is Martin Groschwald. And please do not forget to, wherever you listen to us, if it's on iTunes, leave us a five-star rating. Uh, if it's on, you know, any of other channels, you know, leave us something positive if you can. And uh, Jelle, once again, thank you very much for joining us. And to all the listeners, you will hear back from us very soon with the next episode of the Gestalten Podcast. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>